Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, this week, I sit down with Simon Grant, who's one of the co-founders of Wonderwalls Festival. How you going, Simon? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks for uh, taking the time to sit down and have a chat with me. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries, no worries. Like, um, I guess we'll uh, start with the obvious one. Like, for those that don't know um, what Wonderwalls is... Like, uh, like, can you tell us a bit about it and what, and what it actually is? Yeah, for sure. So it's a three-day um, mural festival that takes place in Wollongong and now in Port Adelaide as well. So it started in Wollongong in uh, 2012 and, um, yeah, now 2000 and – what year is it? 16, far 16. out. <laughs> nearly, nearly over too. Yeah. Away. Yeah, yeah, fully. So – um. Yeah, so basically three days, it's um, a bunch of walls that get painted around the Wollongong CBD, um, but then there's also, we do an exhibition um, and also some artist sort of Q&A talks that happen as well, and yeah, it's just sort of three days of good fun, good laughs, good people, good times, yeah. It <laughs> sounds like a catchphrase, and the motto. Yeah, have you, have you got that on the flyers? Uh, yeah, well, no, but we, may, we might put it, no. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, so what was your motivation to, to start the festival or, or be one of the founders? Like, how did it all come about? It's kind of a bit random. Um, well, not random, but just sort of chatting to a couple of guys um, that had just sort of made some links with in Sydney. So um, uh, Numskull, Beastman and, and Roach were just doing some stuff as the hours and they were doing – a lot of stuff in and around Sydney at that time. I mean, they still are, but yeah, like doing more, um, more stuff at that time. And we just sort of got chatting and you know, I've always had this real kind of patriotic, maybe over the top patriotic sort of attitude of, of Wollongong. And, you know, I've lived here all my life and, you know, sort of going up there and chatting to guys and meeting those dudes and, you know, I'm like, yeah, gotta come to Wollongong, 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 you know? So, um, yeah, just got chatting and one thing led to another and it was like, you know, should sort of, you know, try and tee some stuff up down here and then one thing led to another. There was one wall, then there was two walls, then there was five walls, ten walls. And it just kind of went from there. We just got chatting and we should. We just thought, oh, we just give it a go. And, you know, we, it was really new friendship as well, which was, you know, kind of all exciting and we were all bouncing off each other. It was real sort of awesome in the first year. And, um, yeah, it sort of just has gone from there. We did the first one. I don't know if there was any kind of – hope or dreams of doing a second one and then um i think the the first one caught us all by surprise how good it went with everybody that came and you know how much the sort of city got behind it as well and we could not do it in 2013 and it just yeah it's kind of just steamrolled from there yeah and and um like how did the original idea come about were you just um thinking oh it'd be good to all paint some walls and then then get some other people involved as well and and thinking, oh, if we're going to do it, let's do it properly and make it a festival? Oh, I don't even know. Look, it's all very blurry, hey? Like, we're not blurry, but it's, I'm just trying to think back on, I think it was just kind of this thing of like, oh, you know, paint, paint a couple of walls and then it kind of was coming together. Like, I think at that time, like, uh, Brad was uh, talking, Brad had invited Roan, I think, and Roan was in and then Yock and Sherio were in and then, Fibs was in and, you know, and this, I was just kind of like, man, like, this is so f incredible. Like, you know, getting the, getting all of these guys to Wollongong, you know, and, um, you just kind of went from there and, um, yeah, like it, it's, it kind of just happened so organically. Um, Nummy put a fly together. It was a thing, you know, and then it just, yeah, like I, it sounds very like I'm not giving very good answers, but it wasn't like. Just it, it was like I said. It was I know people use that word a lot, you know, but organic. But how it happened was it was so natural and so easy. And we didn't really market it. We just had a couple of flyers that we'd printed and word of mouth, and you know, because we didn't want to make a big deal about it, and then it sort of fall on its face. We did it all without council permission as well. We copped a couple of slaps on the wrist just in terms of, um, you know, like uh, you know, insurance issues and you know, occupying you know, roads with 15-metre ladders. Well, not 15, but, you know, huge ladders obstructing public walkways. And it just, it just was very, yeah, like not 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 delivered the way that it first – well, not the way that it's delivered now, yeah. So – but that, that was kind of the beauty in it as well. It was all very 
under the radar and then you know monday morning rolled around and there was i think it was like 12 walls that first year and you know all of a sudden 12 walls popped up in the cbd no one had a clue what it was about and yeah it just kind of went from there and then 2013 you know got the knock on the door from council sort of saying look you know you can't <laughs> you can't do you can't just do this you know like if you want to do it like let's let's sit down and have a chat and see how we do it properly and yeah that's how it went yeah I like the idea of just um, just doing it. You know, you get the you, so you I pretty much take it. You got the uh, permission off the the, wall, the owners of the walls, and then you just did it like how someone would just get a wall normally. You know. Yeah, so yeah, that, and that's the so thing, instead yeah. of just one person doing it, it's like fifteen walls being done at once. Yeah, totally, and that's always that's always been the thing. Like even with painting walls, it's like you just get a wall and you just paint it. You know, and and it goes nobody notices or nobody really cares and you know i mean painted heaps of walls where you are standing on public property and it's never an issue mm. but you know we weren't you know we weren't using lifts <laughs> scissor lifts or anything like that you know so it was kind of i can't I totally see where they were coming from but at the same time you know my whole thing as well having done you know work for council and in council and you know it's definitely not a council bashing thing like they're well within their um well within their i guess parameters to knuckle down you know sort of get on people with this sort of stuff but i know if i had gone to the front door and said oh look you know we're going to paint 12 walls or that you know it's just natural that people find reasons why you can't yeah. instead of you know and like roan i mean the dude needs no introduction but you know like the the, the middle of wollongong like got this amazing portrait that they just didn't even hear about until you know everyone turned up to work on monday morning and there's this face peering back into <laughs> the cbd like people shit their pants you know that were just like where the hell and some people didn't even see it you know see it happen because that's what happens with wollongong as well you know people work in the cbd but then they you know go back to the suburbs after they finish work and they might not come back into the city until you know back back onto the monday morning or whatever so yeah it was a bit of a, it was an awesome surprise for them yeah and so like on that first year what were you using like instead of using scissor lifts and everything you just had uh, ladders and roller poles and stuff like that <laughs> yeah yeah fully and you know what like i've got to credit where credit's due but like roan that year he actually even paid for his own boom lift yeah. he just got a little tollable lift to um because when we got the wall I just kind of thought oh you know just do as much as you can reach you know and yeah. it was like no no i want to do the whole thing and next thing you know he's like oh, i'll organize a lift and <laughs> there's a lift here and you know sort of just made it happen but that was the whole thing like everybody that was involved that year like you know there was like literally no it cost cost us money yeah. to put it on you know like we flew everybody in and you know my dude stayed at my house and i don't even i think everybody just stayed yeah i don't think that we even had accommodation that year it was literally like just dudes crashed on i had dudes turn up at my house who i didn't even know and i'm like oh yeah cool yeah. <laughs> they, know, they know who they are yeah. <laughs> good friends now but yeah but that's what i mean like that was kind of what was the best about it you know yeah. so what was the um the the full lineup of the first one do you remember Oh man! Um, so it was Roan, Roan, Beastman, Numskull, Roach, Megs, Fibs, Yock, Sherio. Um, oh man, local. Oh, um, Saint Zealot, Zealot, um, Puddle. I'm gonna miss people. Idiot, yeah, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was a good lineup. I'm yeah, feeling terrible because I feel like I've missed like. Oh a no, few. it's a, it's a, um, it's a quiz, isn't it? It's like I've quizzed you, but it's like yeah, quizzed you on something honest. from years ago. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to remember the lineup from this year, like with an accommodation and everything. I'm like, if I miss people and you know, so yeah, it's, it's like four, three years now, four years that you know, trying to remember, trying to remember, but it was, it was an awesome. Awesome night, lots of lots of karaoke and dancing at the the local pub as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you were saying that um, like you do like exhibition and, and other other things like party and all that for the festival. Like like um, how do you go about organising all that stuff? Is that like completely a separate kettle of fish? You know, you like you treat the walls as one thing, and then you've got all the external stuff as well. Yeah, it, it was like in the first year we actually did like an exhibition where um, it was artists from the festival as well as, you know, some other people as well where we physically got works, you know, like original work sent 
Um, and you know, like it did pretty well, but it, it's just like, you know, as the festival's gotten bigger, I mean, like the first year, I don't quote me, I think we did like 12 years and this year, you know, we're doing like 27 walls this year. Jeez. So as, as, yeah, as the walls have gotten bigger and there's more, you know, sort of focusing on the exhibition is kind of a little bit trickier. So what we've, what we've done like in 2013, um, stupid crap curated the show which they did like a, a series of like really affordable prints with with the artists that were on the festival and then did some of their back catalogue as well um 2015 we did danger fork they curated an awesome show which again was you know some artists that we had in the past and some of their you know more favorite works as well and then this year we're actually doing some stuff with um one times run or one run or however you people want to refer to it the, the guys from detroit so they're curating like a Wonderwalls alumni kind of exhibition with guys that have been on the been on the festival before and yeah so that that should be good as well but again it's just you know it's that kind of like affordable price point as well and you know it's it's kind of sometimes it's people's first sort of you know experience with this kind of art and you know like for them to be able to you know grab a piece for anywhere from 60 to 150 200 bucks you know like it's kind of good just to give people a little taste and great to be working with those dudes as well yeah so what's the scene like up in Wollongong like you get a you get a lot of um you know a lot of support for it and you, there are a lot of other local artists trying to get in on it as well yeah yeah there are and the good thing is like this year like we've we've actually managed to get like a pretty massive contingent of of local artists which is you know like I mean the whole idea of the festival isn't isn't about it being like a festival how do I put this diplomatically <laughs> it's not about necessarily a festival for artists in Wollongong exclusively it's about bringing people to Wollongong and you know Wollongong is kind of the host host city for it you know like um but this year you know like we've we've got I think like six or seven like local artists of really high quality you know some you know most of them are all doing sort of pretty big walls as well and there's there always has been like a pretty sort of healthy scene i mean there's an awesome like graph scene up here as well and you know sort of like it's it's we've made a bit of a rod for our own back in terms of like being able to get spots for guys to come and paint letters which is you know like it's it's you know i'm not like a street artist you know so i you know i don't even paint pretty pictures on walls like i just like to paint letters and i can't even find a spot to paint a piece in the cbd like it's it's sort of tricky but you know like there's there's a great scene down here of guys that are doing some some pretty awesome stuff as well. But it, I think it's always – Wollongong's always had a thing, you know, since as for as long as I've known as well, where it's kind of always been really insular as well. Like there are guys that obviously move around and whatnot, but like as a scene, like I think it's definitely got its own style and it's very different to – you know, there's, there's a very distinct Melbourne style, there's a very distinct Sydney style. And there are writers in, in Wollongong that have that sort of Sydney style, but like I think – me growing up like guys like idiot pearl kino puddle like those sort of dudes just had such a unique look to what they were doing as well so yeah it's um yeah it's that. <laughs> yeah. so have you um so have you have you sorted out the the scissor lifts and everything for everyone now like you got it got a lot more of that stuff all all going you haven't got yeah, guys yeah. With the poles and stuff because no, re- no. the, re- the reason i ask i'm like um i'm after tips to be honest because i uh I, I scored a wall the other day and this guy said, oh, I'll paint my wall, you know, it's like almost three uh, three stories tall. And I'm like, shit, yeah. yeah, I'll take that, you know. And um, and I don't have like a cherry picker or anything like that. I can't afford any of that stuff. So I just went and bought myself a really big ladder and a really big roller <laughs> pole. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep it simple, you know, and do it, do it, you know, do, do what I know and do it well, you know, and take my time yeah, and yeah. just make sure it's right. But I thought, like, you know, you would have seen a lot of people, like, um, painting with some, um, you know, grassroots equipment, I guess. Mm. And, like, have you, have you seen some of their tips of getting it getting it right with just, like, um, you know, two poles taped together and all that type of stuff? Oh, yeah, all, all sorts. I think, like, the king of, like, the bush mechanic would have to be, like, Finton, Finton McGee. Like, hit the wall that he painted in 2013, I think like that and it's funny because the local um one of the local newspapers actually got a photo of him i probably shouldn't make this public knowledge but it's kind of funny now where is the, they got a shot of him and he was actually across um like a massive ladder across a whole like one-way street on an angle up painting 
we had bollards like you couldn't actually drive through but he was like across a whole a whole road with this huge ladder to access points of his wall and the local paper actually got a photo of it and they ran it as file vision. So if there was ever a story about Wonderwalls, that was their photo that they had on file to, and it was like broke every, you know, law <laughs> known, known to, and you know, like I'm, I'm not making light of it, but like, you know, it's just kind of that thing that, you know, sometimes you just got to get it done, but yeah, some, some definitely some, some, some different ideas out there. That's for sure. Yeah. And how, so, yeah. sorry, go. go on. I was going to say, I was just, no, no, you go, <laughs> no, mate. No, you, you go. No, no, you hang up. <laughs> no, it's your interview, mate. You talk, you talk. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, but the good thing is, like, working with, with guys that do this sort of stuff. Like, I've done, you know, work with, um, you know, outdoor stuff with, like, more fine artists as well. And, you know, it's always, like, the graffiti and street art dudes that are just, like, you know, oh, there's a window. Oh, fuck it. We'll just paint over it. We'll just, you know, like, they've just got this thing where they'll just get in and get it done where, you know, some – some other kind of artists have a bit more of a sound like I'm talking shit about <laughs> fine artists, but you know, they don't sort of have the same mentality of just like smashing it out and getting it done. And you know, there's sort of not as much. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. <laughs> too much. No, no, no. I, uh, I you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I totally different... get you. Cause I guess totally. they haven't had to go over so much like stuff on the street before, you know, they're sort of used to painting on primed surfaces and, and in the comforts of their studio. You know, you put yeah. them out on the street and they're like, oh, shit, how do I do it? You, know, yeah. do I, I get, you get to a, a, you know, like sort of a section in the wall that changes surface. Do they just stop or, you know? Yeah. You know. And even like with Wonder Walls, you know, like it's like a, it's like a three-day thing, you know. So like some of the bigger walls, you know, like obviously take, you know, maybe an extra day or something like that. But it really is kind of like boot camp in a sense. Like it's it's some some artists have just totally come in and gone like smashed it out and, it's been no thing for them, you know, like, and they've actually gone, oh, man, I didn't think I could pull it off in in three days. So it's, you know, it's a bit of a test and there's yeah. lots of partying and lots of things to do and see and whatever. So trying to fit everything in. It's honestly the most jam-packed, like, three days. Yeah. Because yeah. I, awesome. I, I guess a lot of people show up thinking, oh, I'm going to look at the lineup. I'm going to hang out with all these artists and do all this this stuff. And they, they find themselves the whole time staring at a wall, you know, yeah, yeah. battling with their painting or, or whatever, you know. Totally, and that's that's been one of the things. Even like with locals that have that have been on the festival, they're like, "Man, I didn't get to see anything." And I'm like, "Man, it's it's better to not paint. It's better to just come and hang out and yeah. go around, and meet everybody, and have a chat." And you know, because yeah, you're literally stuck at a wall from eight in the morning till eight at night, almost. You know, so yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, because a lot of people go to Art uh, Basel in Miami just to network and stuff like that. You know, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Heard. You know, I had a lot of friends go there and just go, "Gee, it's the amount of people that walk up and just like, you know, handing stickers and prints and this, this is me," and just trying to get noticed by everyone. And said it's uh, it's pretty funny, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. But um, uh, but yeah. So what I was going to say before was um. Like I was, I was wondering with your insurance and stuff like that. You were saying about Finton and everything, and like all the laws that that are put in place with like getting everything insured and, and doing it all by the book. Is that is that a pretty tough, tough thing to organise? Yeah, it's 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 very time consuming. Um, but look, it's that thing. Like I know I sound now I've spoken like a true event organiser, but you know this framework is there to protect everybody. Um, but no, like it's, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things now where we, you know, we have safety management plans, you know, everybody needs to be ticketed if they're using equipment, you know, there's risk assessments, there's safe, safe work method statements, you know, like it's, it's pretty, pretty like involved now what, what sort of has to happen. But I guess the, the positive thing is as well, you know, each, not much changes from wall to wall, you know, mm. it's all, it's pretty much the same concept. Like, you know, the lift goes up, the lift goes down you know, and, and the same sort of risks are there. And the the best thing is, and like in, in the, the however many years that we've been doing it, like, you know, everybody is just so, so easy to get along with and so respectful and so understanding. And like, you know, it's, we haven't had anyone, you know, everyone's got a pretty good moral compass anyway. So, you know, nobody's out there to offend anyone or upset anyone. And it's like I said, like, I think, you know, that kind of culture has been bred from the first year like it's just you know nobody's in it nobody's in it there's, you know, there's definitely nobody's in it for the money that's for sure you know so that it's there's a real honesty in what's in what we're trying to do you know and it's literally just us running it like it's not like 
we have a huge team of event organizers or, you know, I mean, we've got walkie-talkies this year, which is pretty awesome, but (laughs) (laughs) it's about as, you know, as organized as it gets, you know, so yeah, yeah, it's good. And what about um, like the owners of the walls? Like, like um, have you had much kickback from them? Like, so, say someone's like turned around and said, "I don't like the mural that's on my wall," or, or um, you know, the general public just saying, "You know, I don't like this." You know, yeah, or whatever you know. Yeah, a couple of couple of things like um, it's always interesting because you know, like um, you sort of approach approach people, you know, for their wall and. I mean, this is awesome, but it's still at the same time, it's kind of a bit annoying because we'll, you know, we'll get property owners or whatever that will go, oh, you know, what is it? And they'll be like, well, I only want the girl that's on Kira Street, you know, which is Roan's painting from the first year. Yeah. And it's kind of this thing, it's like, you know, what what part of like you're paying like nothing for this artwork makes you think that you have enough of a, you know, like that you would yeah. be so audacious to say something like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, things like that are a little bit annoying. But, look, at the end of the day, I, they're, they're pretty happy with whatever they get. And the way I try and position it with them is I sort of can say, like, look, you can't tell me what you want, but you can tell me what you don't want. You know, so if, you know, if you don't want somebody that's going to paint a picture of a girl, then we know we won't give you that. If you don't want patterns, we won't do patterns. And then we kind of work backwards from that. But, you know, it's funny that you get guys that are like, you know, oh, you know, well, me, me wife loves dolphins, so... If you paint a dolphin, and it's like, mate, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not how it works, kind of thing. But in terms of them being, you know, having anyone been offended, like, actually, there's never. Oh, there's been one one year with um, a wall that Vans and Beast Men did together, and it's kind of a of a female figure sort of swimming, and there was a tiny, tiny bit of side boob, and it, you know, it's it wasn't, it's not even like a photorealistic piece of side boob, it's like a pattern side boob, and there was um. There was one complaint and we got the call from council and um, and which was I thought was pretty awesome for the council as well because, you know, a lot of the time these guys bow to the pressure of the public and, you know, you can get have like 150,000 people say how much they love it and one person can say how much they hate it and they'll listen to that person. Yeah. So the council went down in their committee and they, you know, like did all the, you know, things that council do with evaluating and... All the rest of it, and they deemed it not to be offensive, and it's still there to this day, which I thought was awesome because, you know, like they could have easily just said, no, nope, we've had a complaint, and it's nudity, and it's got to go. Nah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think that change in mentality even sort of within the bureaucracy as well has been really good for the city as well. Yeah. Yeah, because I find Australia can be um, pretty uptight with a lot of things. Like I find with, um, you know, with just with – laws that they put on things just from spending a lot of time outside of australia then coming back and going oh gee they're really strict with their drinking laws they're really strict with their um you know their uh like sort of on-site laws and all that like and as you were saying with the getting all the certificates signed for being having people go up on the cherry pickers and that i realize it's all there for a reason but um sometimes they are a bit over the top with it oh yeah totally Mm. well even like yeah like the international guys that that are coming over you know like none of them have tickets because nowhere else in the world do you need a ticket yeah so it's only in australia you know so yeah yeah it's it's really annoying but look yeah it is what it is yeah that's it so when you're uh choosing artists for the festival like what what do you look for in an artist oh it's it's a tricky one like it's it's a combination of like referrals and who not so much who knows who in kind of like like jobs for the boys kind of thing. But like when when you're doing sort of like something like this, you know, and not like I've, I've mentioned money before, but there's there really isn't like like none of us make any 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 money from it, which I don't know if that's hard to believe, but it's literally like a massive labour of love. So you kind of got to really make sure that the the mix of people is going to work because if nobody gets on and it's a shit time, nobody enjoys it. Mm. You know, so it's one of those things where it's a combination of that. It's a combination of, you know, like who everybody's been watching and has seen. And, you know, it, it, I guess it kind of becomes, it's a little bit almost like a, like, you know, bands. You know, there's certain bands that are out there touring the circuit and that kind of, I think it's the same now. There's guys that are traveling and, you know, there's there's people that have reached out and said, look, I'm going to be near there. If you're interested, we'd love, you know, love to be a part of it. Or there's dudes that we just love. 
let me just go after them. And we, you know, we actually have like an application um, form on the Wonderwall's website and there's people that come through there. So it's kind of like a combination of invitations and applications and, but there's not really like a thing, you know, that like, I mean, we have like a, a basic criteria that we work around and, you know, but yeah, it's just, yeah, hard, hard work as well. Like there's some dudes that just are nonstop and you just can't, you just can't ignore them. It's like if you if you don't put them on, they're just going to freaking do it anyway. So like, and it, you know, it's awesome to meet those sorts of people and yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if like, if a, say there's an aspiring artist and they're like, shit, I really want to get involved in Wonder Walls. Like maybe if it's not this year, maybe next year or, you know, down the track, like they want to, they really aspire to be part of it. Like you suggest that they get a few big walls under their belt and, and apply online and and just try and get out there as much as possible. Eh? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. And and it's one of those things as well. Like you know, get emails as well from people whose work is is just completely unrelated to what the festival is as well. So you know, probably just researching what we do and what they do, and if it's you know if it looks like it's a match as well. But I think it's um. And look, it's rich coming from me, somebody who, you know, isn't painting big walls and I have total respect for for the work that these guys do. But I guess, you know, probably having a good understanding within yourself of whether or not you actually think that you can you can do it as well because it's all well and good to, you know, want to be a part of it and, you know, but to actually be able to perform under pressure as well. Because like I said, it's not, you know, it's not ideal. Like we don't lead, you know, these this lavish lifestyle of, you know, being able to have people chauffeur driven from the airport to Wollongong and, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's boot camp. Like it, you know, it's, it's communal accommodation. It's like, you know, bread rolls thrown at you at 12 o'clock. Like it's, you know, like it's, it's not sexy, yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's heaps of fun. So like, I think, yeah, just, just, I don't know, like, yeah, just reach out as well. I think that's the biggest thing. Like just get in touch and just sort of say, Hey, or, you know, come down and, and introduce yourself. Like, I think that's like, that's, that's even been a massive thing for me, like as an organizer and the stuff that I do. I mean, you know, when we met in Melbourne, like it's literally like I've been making a, a conscious effort to come down as often as I can and go to Sydney. And, you know, it's difficult for me, even just as, you know, as a person to be able to go, Oh, Hey, you do this. Oh, Hey, I do this. Maybe we can do that or mm. whatever it is. But I think, I think like the first step is is just you know I mean everyone everyone's still just sort of shits in the same hole you know what I mean where we're all doesn't matter who you are or what you do like I think you've just some of the the best relationships I've had with people is just because I've you know just put pulled down the wall and thought they were way more up themselves or way more famous than what they are and just said oh hey and had a chat and just gone from there and it it is it is difficult like I read this. Um, this book and it, it, there was a quote in and it was like, you know, your success will be determined by how many uncomfortable conversations you're prepared to have. Mm. And that's, you know, like I reckon that's totally it. It's like, you know, if it's hard to do and if it's a hard conversation to have, it's usually going to lead to the best thing. Yeah. So I think it's really important that, um, that, that you know, if, not to feel intimidated by uh, contacting people because like I, I was even having a conversation with someone today and we're, we're, looking to do some art projects and um, like thinking of uh, going, like really going in big for some like big, uh, you know, like going to pe- going to contact people you wouldn't normally contact and it's like, shit, what can they say? No. But if they say yes, you know, it's like awesome. You get, get, yeah. get what you want, you know. Yeah, totally. And that, that's exactly like as much as people, you know, might be scared to contact like a festival you know, to, to try and be a part of it. Like it's equally as scary as a festival contacting an artist to see if they want to be involved, you know, because it's like, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, well, you know, they might not really be interested in what we're doing or, mm. you know, but again, like, the only thing they can say is no and it hurts for a little bit. And then, yeah. <laughs> then, then you get, you on, with it. get on with life, go make yeah. some toast. Dust yourself <laughs> off and, yeah, marmalade. No, it's all gravy. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, you've been contacting uh, a fair few artists from overseas uh, for the for the, uh, the new one, haven't you? For the new festival, or like, have you been getting people from overseas for the last few? Or yeah, yeah, oh, it's a combination of both. Yeah, like usually reaching out to like 
you know, a couple of couple of. I mean, we, you know, we don't have like an enormous budget to be able to to fly heaps of people over here. So yeah, like um, like Gary for this year was awesome. Like it was just yeah, like you know, we put a couple of names in the hat, and um, Nummy actually reached out to him and was on, and I was, and yeah, we were all like super stoked, and yeah, it's like great news. So yeah. and again, you know, like I was like, oh man, Gary, 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 it'd be awesome, you know. And now I've just been like dealing on emails with him, and it's like you know. Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, he's just a dude, you know. Hmm. Like, don't, I'm not taking anything away from him as a, he's an awesome artist, but he's, you know, yeah, a talented dude. Yeah, he's just such a <laughs> such an easy guy to deal with, and and I think that's probably the thing. Like, if if you look at the guys that are, you know, doing so well, is they're just really good people. Hmm. Like, I mean, it's a bonus that their art's so awesome as well. Then that's the main reason that they're there. But I reckon if they were a dick, like, it would probably not be as easy. Yeah. Or that, you know, it wouldn't be as easy for people to work with them. Yeah. As I was, I was listening to an interview today with a, with a graphic designer and he was talking about dealing with all these um, uh, big companies. And he's like saying, yeah. you know, the CEO or the owner of the company will be cool as fuck. You know, like he'll go out, have beers with them, everything. Everything will be really cool. And he'll deal with middle management and, and they're like the old real dicks and he's like yeah they're, yeah they're, they're not like they're not quite they're not at the top you know they're sort of in the middle but they, they've got Inferiority their ego complex yeah but their ego's real big and i found that that's the same with art you know like you there's these like you know there's these sort of it's not like i'd hate to call them an, an elite crowd but you know people who are you know a bit a bit a, a bit more talented than than everyone else you know and you find that they're usually really cool, down to earth people. And then there's these other people that it's like, yeah, you're all right, you know, yeah, you're cool, like your art's good, but like their ego is so inflated, you know. And it's like, hang on, you're not as good as these guys who are actually really nice and really friendly. You're sort of like about, you know, you're midway there, you know. You're, <laughs> you're getting ahead of yourself. But um, you know, I've just found that from like contacting and just meeting people who have, I've thought like, shit, this guy's work is amazing and they're really cool you know yeah 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 totally yeah i guess uh i guess that's one thing to uh you know not be afraid of contacting those uh those people who are really ultra talented you know they usually turn out to be good people yeah yeah and i think it's that thing where they're you know you actually i've i've actually been taken by surprise because they're probably not used to those offers either you know they mm. people probably there is an air of kind of unapproachability to them as well and it's yeah. just it's you know they're kind of just you know really flattered that somebody is actually asked because most people presume that they're too busy or too expensive or too cool or too whatever it is you know and it's like they're just maybe hanging to be asked yeah it's like at the you know? at the disco no one asks to dance with the hottest chick because she, <laughs> they assume that she's getting hassled all the time you know and the, uh, yeah. the the reality is that, that she she's uh, upset because no one ever talks to her or uh, approaches her. <laughs> yeah, is it is it a beautiful mind where he has that theory about? Although we probably sound like huge misogynists now, referring <laughs> using these analogies, but he talks about where it's like you don't you don't talk to the hottest girl, you talk to the second hottest girl because then that makes the hottest girl feel insecure because she know she wonders why you're talking not talking to her and you're talking to the second hottest. Okay. Have you seen that thing? Maybe oh, you should I have seen it. I've seen it. Maybe you should edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that yeah. makes sense, man. It makes sense. You know, yeah. what you can do put. We'll put the. We'll put the link to the. Uh, we'll put the link to the bit on YouTube in the show notes. <laughs> okay. And it's not. My, it's not my opinion. I've seen it in a movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Hollywood's opinion, isn't it? Yeah, none of the opinions in this podcast represent that of Wonder Walls. <laughs> so over the years, like, who are some of the uh, the big names that have taken part in in the Wonder Walls Festival? Uh, we've had guys like Smug, uh, guys from ETAM crew. Uh, ooh, I'm, I'm testing out. you again, aren't I? Far yeah. out. Well, just okay. Let me let me let me refrain. Who who are um some of your the favourite walls you've seen be painted in the festival? Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes Those it easier, eh? Yeah, that way if you leave someone out, you, you know, I don't know, you're sort of offending him, I guess, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those two or three, those three actually, um, I look, I, you know, I feel like I'm I'm saying it because we mentioned him a lot, but look, the, the wall that Roan did in 2012, like it's, it, I think it's just so, um, 
what's the word? Not maybe it is symbolic. It just represents everything that was all that is awesome about what happened that year and him as a person and how sort of accommodating he was and how cool like he just made that happen. How kind of um, attached to to it people in the city have become like it's a it's a landmark now you know like everybody knows it um yeah and just yeah just the feeling of that first year you know like it was it was awesome um it was also really cool like with with the smug wall from 2013 like I think that was I think that was the first time he'd been out to paint because he's actually from about an hour south of Wollongong um so that was real, real cool as well. Sort of getting him over here, like a home, homecoming, almost a homecoming kind of a thing, and and getting him to paint. That's that's actually a funny one because um, that was like 2013, and we actually painted on the exterior of the um the Maya building, and um, is Maya still a thing? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. it was. It's moved out of here anyway, so I don't know. Anyway, I'm not uh, really into uh, trust me, departments. I was working for him a few months ago. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I'm not really across the um, the longevity of uh, big department stores. But anyway, um, the one of the um, people who managed the building sort of gave us a call and um, were like, oh, you know, like just with this artwork, you know, and this is like two nights before it was due to start as well. You know, we got the call from, from head office and they were like, oh, you know, it can't, it can't have um, – depictions of violence you know which is fair enough can't have tattoos can't have piercings can't have any scared or weird expressions on its face and like i was looking at like what what he was planning on painting and he's got like tattoos on his neck he's got you know stretches in his ears he's got like koalas attacking his neck um and he's kind of got this like you know sort of spooked out look on his face and i was like oh um any side boob no side boob <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe we, we need, you know. But um, yeah, and it was kind of this thing where I was like, secretly, I was freaking out on the inside, and you know, and um, Smug's, you know, a super cool dude to deal with, but is also very, you know, very direct and very particular, and you know what he paints and how he paints, and like that's his prerogative, and um, you know, and under the circumstances as well, you know, this wasn't like a massive commissioned piece of work either you know like he was literally coming over here and painting and you know like what wonderballs is you know there's no and this is we pride ourselves on this thing as well where there's no design briefs there's no hoops to jump through you know you don't have to submit a design to council or to us or anything like that like i haven't seen anybody's designs so it's just like literally you know people turn up and paint um but yeah i kind of thought oh i won't freak out or anything like that and you know everybody turns up on the first day to you know see the work in progress and he's lined it up and it's like you know it's pretty much everything that they didn't want and there's a bit of a media release and you know media scrum happening all talking about the work and you know there was just so much like community like excitement and dudes were just like oh my god this is amazing and holy crap and you know like people couldn't believe it that you know these people that were so scared of offending everybody and you know not wanting to upset anyone just realize that you know like sometimes if we just give that ownership to the people that are creating it and let them actually do what they're really friggin' good at instead of us trying to dictate what we think might offend people like that's kind of what came out of it and like that's been the biggest thing every year is just like you know it's almost like you know these these festivals maybe could down the track attract you know like 60 70 80 100,000 150,000 dollar budgets but I think like with, you know, with more money becomes more responsibility, becomes more red tape, becomes more hoops to jump through. And like, I don't, I don't really want to be a part of something like that. Like it's, yeah. this is pure like fun and seeing people being able to produce things from nothing, you know? So yeah, I tell you what, as an artist, there'll be nothing worse than having the, the public, um, you know, tell you what, what to paint, you know, like imagine taking, okay, yeah. imagine, uh, imagine doing submissions in the Herald Sun or something like that of, um, of like, I'm going to paint a mural in the middle of the city and, uh, and I want the, everyone to tell me what I have to paint. It's like, it's going to look like shit. Yeah, sorry, totally. Sorry, and, public. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's that thing. And like, sometimes I feel like that's, um, that can sometimes be the downfall of like public art. Mm. quote unquote whatever that means like that you know sometimes what councils are responsible for sort of contributing to is like because yeah look conceptually it's great you know like it 
it's got a great story. It's got a great theme. It's got all of the things that are great, but not the picture. Like mm. the picture just doesn't look great. Yeah. Well, everyone's a critic as well. It's like even even as an artist, there's a lot of art out there I don't like. There's a lot of um, like I go to galleries I don't like. You know, like big galleries I don't like half the art that's in there. And you know, yeah. I've worked worked for auction houses and seen these big prices on these paintings and just thought, why? You know, but yeah, it's, yeah. but it's like you got to let people create the art that they create because that's it's just a human that's why they let, you know letting the creativity flow through them and they can do whatever they want and you know you can't please everyone you just can't do it it's no, impossible that's... like it doesn't matter what you do in life you yeah know, you have to just stay true to your guns and just um do what what's right for you and and just do your thing you know Absolutely. And sometimes a bit of, not, not controversy and, you know, offending people, but sometimes a bit of controversy of, you know, people not completely loving a piece is the best thing for a city, you know, to have yeah. people divided. Because if yeah. we all got along and they're all like the same stuff, it'd be pretty boring, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I've, I've found even now, like, it's, it's uh, the mural thing's really kicked off over the last, like, I don't know, five, you know, five to eight years. Don't you agree? Like, there's a lot more people like getting big sides of buildings to paint, um, and it's like a lot of uh, a lot of artists who have started off just painting on the streets at ground level, and now like their their thing is painting big. You know, it's um it's it's a interesting movement that started. Yeah, 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 totally. I think it's like interesting as well, sort of how people are sort of shifting mediums as well. You know, like guys that. You know, we're using, you know, spray paint before and now just using brushes or, you know, guys that have never used spray paint before are, you know, sort of having a crack. And, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's – um, look, it's oh, – man, I don't – you know, I don't think other of us want to get into the whole, like, what is street art sort of thing. But, you know, like, I think now it's just, like – it's just murals, isn't it? It's just, yeah. like, paintings. Like, yeah. it's just either good or it's not. It doesn't you – know, or people like it or they don't. Yeah. Oh, how it's done. No, let's, get, let's get into it. <laughs> no. Look, I don't. Like, know. like I, I per, I, what I personally think <laughs> is that it's its own genre because you go, you don't, it's not just street artists doing it and it's not just graffiti artists who are changing their style and all that doing it, but it's also a lot of fine artists who are scaling up big time, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, Look, I'm, I don't. Uh, um, I'm like um, being no, diplomatic, I, can't you? No, no, it's not that. I just don't really. I mean, look, I'm. I don't know. I just feel like it's just painting. Like it's just. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. I just. I just. I'm probably more. More interested in. Like how how it's getting done and how well it's getting done and and who the person is and what the story is and like I I think that whole. I don't know. It's like, having. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just, just like good paintings. Like, even, um, even like this year, um, I've got a, a local guy, Simon Thomas, who's, who's painting, and he's a, um, he's like a traditional like sign painter, and you know, and he's like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm like, just paint, like, just paint a word or something, and like, I love, and he, he actually does like fine art. What you know, you want a category like he does paintings on canvases, which are completely different to what he does like nine till five and I don't even know where I'm going with this, but it's just like he 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 feels like, you know, his his work isn't art. Whereas like if you see, you know, like this guy's got like the best hand style there is, you know, but he doesn't see that as a comparison to the artists that are in Wonderwalls and the people that probably would be into Wonderwalls because it's his job and like yeah. but I kind of think that's what's so awesome about it is he doesn't know how good it is. Yeah. So for him it's like a trade or a craft sort of thing. Yeah, he's it's, probably going to hate me. He's going to spend 3 days there painting something that, you know, like he could do any day of the week, but it's like you're making me work on the weekend. Yeah, but it, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like that's that's what's so good about it is how his handwriting, he's got the best handwriting there is, like, you know, and but it's awesome that he doesn't necessarily see the correlation between that and the way that, you know, guys would do tags, for example, or, mm. or what it is. So it's, uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, I'll move on for you then. Um, is like, uh, are there any plans on expanding, like, the festival outside of Wollongong? Well, you have been, haven't you, like, over the last year or so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Joel, um, Ben's the Amiga, Um pushed and 
got us down into his hometown, well, not hometown, but his his area, um, so down into Port Adelaide. So plans to continue on with that. Um, and then, yeah, like definitely like want to be able to do do more. Um, I guess like the thing is it's not really like a um, – like a prerequisite, but like the idea of, I mean, even with Port Adelaide, it, you know, it's not regional, regional and Wollongong is probably not like super regional, although it's classified as regional within like council jurisdictions. But um, yeah, kind of like, you know, to be able to focus on pushing it, you know, into similar sort of areas. And I think it is something that, you know, like suits that kind of kind of vibe and apart from anything else like just could you imagine trying to get like 27 walls in the cbd with scissor lifts and traffic management and all that sort of stuff like it's pretty hectic you know um but i kind of feel like it's it's got a nicer feel sort of you know it's a bit of a like wollongong's definitely like a bit of a, a holiday destination as well you know like it's we're right by the beach you know so the the furthest wall from the beach is probably only a kilometer away anyway so yeah, um, definitely would would love to be able to take it to more places and having a few little chit chats around the place. So yeah, watch watch this space. <laughs> oh, will do. So um, like so you were saying like the Rhone wall from the first year is still there. So do you guys paint new walls every year, or do you like go over the same walls, or how does that all work? Yeah, it's pretty pretty much new walls every year there's a couple that have that have been repainted like if they've there was one that had somebody reverse into it and it was pretty badly damaged and um some walls have been temporary like we've done stuff on hoarding before you know and 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 they've been removed but yeah like i'd say 90 percent of the walls are new walls so i think after this year we've got nearly 60 walls jeez yeah i think yeah, about yeah, say between like fifty and sixty, if you include some of the ones that have that may have been removed or been painted over. So yeah. So Wollongong's an art destination, public art. Yeah, hopefully, and then, look, there's a few other things that are around as well. Like we've we've worked on some projects like with Council for Standalone stuff. Like we did a a, a project with um, Fintan McGee, I think in 2012 or 11. Oh, I can't even remember. Um, which was a really good one as well, local artists by the name of Trait and another guy, Sam Clouston, who are all local. And that was good because we worked with some local spoken word poets and they wrote a poem and they did the the artwork and it was, you know, we did these performance things there, which was cool, which was a, a council initiative. Um, yeah, so there's a fair bit of stuff around. Like it's, yeah, come for a visit. Sound like a destination Wollongong ad now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Reference sold. This. I'm sold. Right. Reference this podcast for 30% off accommodation. <laughs> well, at your place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, back to 2012. Yeah, why not? Come yeah. on, first five callers. Yeah. <laughs> have, um, have you heard of a, a city called Valparaiso in, um, in Chile? Yeah, I actually have. My, um, the, the mother of my child is from there. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was a it. difficult thing to refer to as, actually. Yeah. The mother of that sounds terrible. Yeah. Could you ask me that? Is there a better way I could say that? Actually, <laughs> fuck, that sounds terrible. <laughs> the mother of my child. I <laughs> know. Oh, could you ask me? Hang could on, you I'll, ask I'll, me I'll take a note. I'll take a note. I'll, I'll... Fuck, this thing's gonna have mega edits. It's all good. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, that's so bad. The mother of my child. I just say my son's mum. That's better. No. Yeah, my, actually, my my, son... my, ba- my baby mama. My baby mama. Yeah, <laughs> actually, she she would laugh if she knew we were having this conversation. Yeah. All right, no, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you again. Have you have you ever um have you ever heard of that city uh, Valparaiso in Chile? Yeah, I actually have. Um, my son's mum and her family come. Well, her family come from from there. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Oh, because they um because they call it like the uh you know if you read the the guidebooks and all that like the tourist books it'll say like go there because it's got um like uh, old graffiti murals there. Yeah, right. and it's like I was really I was making my way through South America, and I thought, oh, it's got to go there. It's like an hour outside of Santiago, and I and um got there, and the graffiti murals are actually like really old murals by um by like people done in like the sixties or fifties, and it's sort of you know it's like abstract art and all that type of stuff, and it's like it's it's all right, but. 
but the city in itself is absolutely hammered with graffiti and it's like yeah, and that right. was and that was, for me it was like oh like i see what they mean by the, the graffiti murals here and it's like and then you go around and you, you see what the ones that actually mean and it's like oh yeah it's like these sort of like um it's sort of like like old like art from the 60s but done on, on a large scale but but the city's hammered and um yeah, I thought like Wollongong's uh, like like a, a Valparaiso in Australia, you know, because it's got, got yeah. so many murals and everything and people will come to see the murals, you know. But I think yeah, Valparaiso's yeah. got a bit of a different vibe, you know. I was like, I was, I was painting on the street there one day and it's just like, thought I, I just went out on my own and, and saw a spot from the bus and, and got off the bus and started painting and, um, and this march came down the street like people protesting <laughs> and then the riot police came from the other side and there was tear gas everywhere and this full riot broke out. Holy man, shit. What were they was, protesting? I don't know. <laughs> it, was like, it was quite, it was quite early in my trip. So my Spanish wasn't that good. So I couldn't really understand what they were, um, they were protesting, but they protest everything over there. Cause, um, but the tear gas was fucking horrible, man. It's like, Holy it gets, shit. it gets Oh, it just, it's like the worst hay. It's like having hay fever mixed with chili. It's really bad <laughs> and you can't breathe properly. It's like having um, chili in the air as well. Like, so you can't breathe and all, it's horrible stuff. Wow. And so, yeah, I had to, had to wait like half an hour for all the fumes to go down and the, the right, right to go away. And I went back and finished it off. But, um, but, um, yeah, it's crazy over there. Like, cause even when I was in Santiago, I caught up with a, a rider over there. Hey, so he's a, he's a good dude. And he was like, um, yeah, you know, I was like, oh, let, you know, let's catch up and have a beer and all this sort of stuff. And he's like, oh, what are you up to tonight, man? We're gonna we're gonna go riot, you know. You want to come and come <laughs> to the riot? And it's like, it's like I was with 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 the missus and all that. It's like, oh, been no, there, I'd, done I'd, that. I'd, I'd like to. And he's like, yeah, it's really cool, man. You know, we chuck rocks at police. You know, we do all the shit like it's <laughs> what? like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> like man, just a, just a just a Thursday night, you know. Won't go to the That's pub. Right, right's cheaper, you know. <laughs> yeah, a lot more entertaining. Far out. Anyway. Oh, that's hectic. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So anyway, that's that's where your uh, your child's mother's from. You got to go visit. It's a baby mama. Yeah, maybe yeah. one day we might we Man. might make the pilgrimage. Yeah. It's an awesome part of the world, and like go down to Patagonia and stuff like that. Like. Chile's crazy. I love it. Yeah, all the photos that, that, all that area of the world's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it would be good to go and check out. I, um, it's not the same, but um, I got some friends in Portugal. Mm. I was really, um, really taken by that. Kind of found like it was a combination of like it was like a, it was like a French San Francisco, like a combination of the two, or like a European San Francisco is probably a better yeah. word. Yeah, where, where like, was that? Lisbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of the trams and awesome. stuff like that. Trams and hills. Yeah, I there. suppose they've yeah. pretty much got the same bridge as well, and yeah, but it was um, yeah, it was really. I think it's like it's probably like with your travels as well. I think it's when you have people in an area that you know, and you're not sort of getting that standard tourist experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were going to parties and you know going to bars and places that were you know sort of not in the tour guide either, which is makes it makes it for a bit of a you know different experience as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's good times. Yeah, Portugal's awesome. I I, I OD'd on the Portugal tarts there though. Yeah, did you go to Sintra, like up the top in the hills? Up um, the... No, I didn't. I was I was going to. I was only there for a long weekend, so I didn't didn't have a lot of time. But like, uh, my wife took me there for my birthday when I, when we were living in Barcelona. Every every year I go somewhere for my birthday. But this year, Have... I, this year I fucking worked, man. I couldn't believe it. It's the first time I've worked on my birthday in ten years. Yeah, I'll, right. Always take it off and always Back just, to reality. Just go somewhere. Yeah. It's a good thing to do because it means a day is special, you know. Whereas I went to work and like I got caught up in work shit, and it was just. Like, Did anyone even know it was your birthday? That's what nah, it was. Nah, I didn't because I was I was working a one week contract for a company, and they're like, oh, and then it's like, you know, I say they'll say, oh, what are you up to tonight? And it's like, oh, it's my birthday. I'm going out, and it's like, oh, it's your birthday. Oh, cool. That's it. Oh, like, that's yeah. it. No, yeah. Yeah. this time get, I was get, in Portugal. Yeah, get back to work. Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah no it's like it's it's got to be done it's got to be done you know, yeah yeah well, I've, I've had i've had birthdays in paris tasmania Tas- uh, <laughs> <laughs> portugal barcelona colombia like all over have the place. Have one in Wollongong, mate i have to give you one in Wollongong. yeah, yeah i've got to come out you know so getting back to the festival enough of uh me um just talking about birthdays and shit um 
like I take it you've learned a lot from um, from putting on the Wonderwalls festivals. Like, uh, like what are some of the, the biggest insights you've had as far as like organising something on a large scale, like starting off small and, and getting to where you are now? Um, yeah, for, well, from that first year, probably it's a bit of a contradiction, but, you know, sometimes it's easier to um, seek forgiveness and ask for permission. But then at the same time, you know, like it's sometimes easier to swim with the stream than against it. Yeah. So, you know, it's um, – but I think, you know, you probably couldn't have the second one without the first one, you know. So it's – um, because it's like I said, I know for a fact. I mean, even the difference in you, you know, like the, the, the fourth one asking for walls, how that process happens now versus what it was like. Like I was pushing shit uphill in the first year. It's like, you know, how do you explain to somebody like, you know, oh, can we paint this thing on your wall, you know, like – can I see it? No, no, you can't see it. <laughs> well, why not? Well, because I don't know who it is yet. And, you know, like, so things have changed considerably there. But, um, yeah. but yeah, and just I think, like, just working with good people, you know, like I, mean, I haven't had the experience of working with bad people yet, but, you know, like working with, with, with good people who all have a similar goal is, like, so important, you know, because it's a bit like that swimming swimming with the flow of the the water as well if you know if if everybody's going in the same direction you know it doesn't even though it can be a bit of a three-legged race sometimes like it just makes things so much easier if everybody's getting on and even if you're having bad times and things aren't going to plan like i actually um pantone or pant one perfect example of of last year you know like for his wall had lift issues um on the first day and, um, like, you know, his stuff's so tech and, you know, requires so much time and, you know, what it does. But, like, he was just so good about it, you know. And he was, like, essentially, you know, one of the headliners of the festival and, you know, probably was well within his right to absolutely carry on, like, uh, you know, however he wanted because, you know, we weren't we weren't able to give him, you know, what he deserved. But he was just such a dude about it and was so understanding and, you know, and then came at the end of the day and sort of, you know, said how much he appreciated the work that everybody put in to get him a lift. Like we had, you know, even the guys from the hire company were – but I think that's that thing. Like, you know, when people see people trying and actually trying to do the right thing, then, you know, it sort of makes it makes it easier to accept. But, yeah, like it's – like that's so important is to have like, yeah, a good team. Sounds yeah. like a team. Team building exercises. <laughs> no, Today we're going to talk about cooperation. Yeah. No, it makes sense though, you know. It's like trying to do something up uh, on your own or, and, and having yeah, – when you've got good people around you, it lifts everyone to want to actually do it. Whereas if you've got some arsehole screaming at you, you're just going to walk away, aren't you? You know. Oh, totally. Hey, yeah. and like I'm, I'm one of those one of those people as well, like as you can probably an, an tell. An arsehole that screams. Yeah, I am. <laughs> no, I'll actually talk to anyone that will listen and I love, I love people. I love dealing with people. I love – I love problems as well and being able to solve them, you know, like with, with people and, you know, sometimes I do this thing where it's like, I'll, you know, try and, and I do it mostly at, with like, um, like office clerks, you know, at the front desk and they don't want to help you. And I'll, you know, sort of see how far I can not push them, but you know, like I'll sort of have a couple of bit of pokes and see if I can make them more angry. And then I'll make it my mission to try and see if I can make them be happy again, you know, like, and just because I just think like, you know, you, you, you're here to help, you know, like it's, if, you know, I've got a fortune cookie once and it's like, um, man, man who doesn't like to smile should not open shop. And I was like, man, that's because I know a guy who is exactly like that. And I love him. But I, I just think, man, dude, why do you have a shop? You hate people. Yeah, I'm sure everyone knows someone like that. Yeah. So I think I think that thing of just, you know, like really trying hard to, I don't know, just just have, have good times. Like, you know, it's like I w- I'm lucky enough to work for myself now, not, not with Wonderballs, but with my own business with design and, and some other things and art projects and whatnot and I just want every day to be enjoyable and sometimes when you find people who aren't enjoying it, you either want to fuck with them or try and make them enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, that's yeah. <laughs> that's a terrible insight into the person I am. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, uh, have you had any uh, any moments where you thought it wasn't going to go ahead, where, where like you thought, you know, you had your doubts on any years? Nah, 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 nah. It's always been like um, <laughs> that was too way too many nahs. Um, because I was, nah. I always just think that, like, 
I, I think it gets to a point I was probably feeling like this about a week ago where it's just like everything's done. There's nothing more that you can do. You just kind of got to sit for this extended period of time that feels like forever because you can't do any more organizing. You can't get people here quicker. Like, you know, time kind of stands still and you're just kind of waiting to field, you know, a couple of little spot fires or or whatever else. And, and this, this, this period has been like tumbleweeds coming through. And although we did have one of the walls, one of the big walls, on Monday still hadn't been buffed, which freaked me out a little bit, but the scissor lifts are in there and the painters are painting it. So Jeez, that's, that's it'll be all right. right. I know. That's, that's well organized, you know, because I've been to like a lot, like a lot of art exhibitions and stuff where you can smell wet paint, you know. Well, again, that's that thing like I was saying about, you know, working with, with people that have like graffiti backgrounds because, you know, I was just talking to Steve Cross and we were, I was telling him about it and, you know, and this was like on Monday and one of the council contacts was like, oh, what's going to happen? And, you know, me and Steve were like, fuck, it's cool. It's like a wall. It's like, if I can just paint it. Like, we'll paint it. Like, we'll just buff it. Like, it's not a major deal, hmm. you know. And it's just that difference in mentality, you know, like yeah. whereas everything's, you know, scheduled and you put in a surface request to get the painters to paint it. And, you know, I mean, how many, like, guys do we know that, like, you know, if you're going to paint a wall, like, you have to buff your spot. Like, it's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. So, well, you're dealing just, with you're dealing with people that have painted walls on the the side of the train line in the middle of the night. You know, I'm sure they can manage something on the scissor lift in the middle of the day. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you know, I was just like, oh, I'll just have to get an airless spray gun or something. Like, mm. it's not. Anyway, yeah. needless to say, didn't you know that was it? All went went ahead. Yeah. You know, Ozzy got his brown M and M's and went on stage. <laughs> so, um, like if. Like, what advice would you give to someone who is uh, looking to create like an, an event, like not not a, like not so much a mural event, but just an event in general? You know, say like as say someone wanted to do their own thing and um, get people along, organise something with the council, all that type of stuff. Yeah, just like it's a bit of a cliche, but just do it. Like, I don't. Yeah, it's it's like what what we did with and the boys. Like, we just got stuck in and. One person knew one person and another guy knew other guy, another guy and, you know, everyone just kind of banded together and, and just make, you know, if, if you've got the right, um, if you're the right sort of person or I think the biggest thing is just don't expect any any praise. Like I know that sounds like a bit of a, like don't do it for people to be go, oh, that was so amazing, you know, because mm. it's, you know, I think it, it's just got to feel good yeah. for you and the people that you're working with, you know, because there's always going to be, you know, there's still probably to this day is that people walk past some of the walls and hate it or, you know, like it's just, you know, it's just graffiti everywhere or, yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. But I think you just just give it a go and, I don't know, who, who knows? It's flicking flicking stick, is it? Suck it and see. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of just what we did. I wish I had a more, you know, inspirational, profound, you know, story, but it's, it's yeah, like literally met one dude and we talked about that. He had some really good friends and they had some other good friends and like, I'm not trying to make it sound modest. Like it just, I know I've said organic so many times in this, this interview, but it all was just so organic. Like, you know, Beastman posted something the other day, you know, just sort of saying, Oh, you know, it's crazy how far this thing's come. And I think it's when somebody else says it, like when I, when I read the post, I was like, fuck, like that's true. Like, you know, and we've all done it together. Like um, just if I can name drop or accolade drop, you know, like, after the second year, I think it was like we got nominated for a um, a Smack Award in Sydney, which is not what it sounds like. But uh, <laughs> we were just like fully on the nod, eh? No, um, we <laughs> we got nominated for a Smack Award, which is like a a, a, a come on, mate, be serious. Um, as a Sydney music art, a Sydney music art and culture award, which. Probably doesn't mean anything maybe to anybody in Victoria or anybody outside of Wollongong, but or outside, yeah, I mean, whatever. The point is that, you know, for a Wollongong festival to be nominated for a Sydney Music Art and Culture Award, like, that's unheard of because, you know, maybe it's my insecurities, but, you know, like, Wollongong has always been Sydney's little brother for, yeah, <laughs> laughing sorry, at me. Sorry, it's just the Smack Awards. <laughs> I, I know. I haven't heard of them before. So. If it's any consolation, there's no K on the end. Yeah. So it's it's just a really, really good, uh, is it an acronym? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, like it's just, you know, when 
when you when you are just this you know sort of little well not little but you know you're just this sort of city that people drive past to go on their holidays and then you know to be sort of going up against other big cultural events and you know whatnot you know big night in the city like you know don't get out much mate you know don't get don't get out of the don't get out of Wollongong much yeah it was just good I do get out of Wollongong but the point is like just for for a Wollongong event to be to be a part of something like that is you know is kind of pretty pretty crazy and to share it with some really good dudes as well is even better yeah no, good on you congratulations <laughs> on your smack award <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so um, a, oh, sorry, go go come on. I was going to say there's a couple of jokes that I could make, but they're very um, they're very relevant to the local area and right. would I shouldn't have even brought. Anyway, um, so just uh, wrapping it up, like um, like where online can uh, people find out more about uh, about the festival? Yeah, so uh, wonderwallsfestival.com, uh, Instagram. Do you say at wonderwalls? Yeah. At at Wonderwalls Festival, Facebook, Facebook Wonderwalls Festival. Just Google Wonderwalls Festival. We're not the um the light brick solution. There's actually a, a mob. They're doing like they've got a Wonderwall product, which is like a really light brick. It's bizarre. Yeah. But we're beating them in the uh we'll beat them in the search results. So don't worry too much, people. You'll still find us. Yeah. And if uh, people from uh, people who aren't familiar with, with um, the geographic location of um, of Wollongong, like where, where are you? Where where is Wollongong? For if people want to come and visit, yeah, so it's a bit over an hour south of Sydney. So um, you can fly into Sydney, get the train down, lovely coastal train trip down to the Gong. You can drive; it's not that far. You just got to drive past the Shire. Um, as a joke. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a nice little town. We're right on the beach as well, so bring your swimmers. Nice one. All right. Well, um, I think we'll leave it there. But uh, thanks for taking the time to to chat to me and uh, you know, let, give me a bit of insight into the festival. Thanks for having me. Hope it's uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been real. It has. It has. All right. Thanks, Simon. Cheers, mate. For more info on today's artist, uh, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you can listen to previous episodes and also see images from the artist that's been interviewed. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That way you can get the podcast delivered to your phone uh, automatically every week when an episode comes out. Uh, While you're there, it'd be great if you could uh, rate and review the podcast. That way uh, we'll get noticed by more people and have more people listening to it. You can also keep up to date with what's going on with the podcast on Instagram, uh, bench underscore talk. Uh, Also streaming now on Facebook and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to tune in next week. Thanks.